welcome back, Wrench Nation Car Talk. Hanging out with you guys from the East Valley Institute of Technology. We got Susie Sockets in the studio. Hello, Miss Susie Sockets. But as we always do, let's play homage to the trumpet. Yeah, yeah. Your favorite automotive lifestyle show. Proudly broadcasting from the East Valley Institute of Technology since what feels like 1943. Way back. How old are we, Frank? We're old enough. We're old enough. But I'm feeling young. Uh, how are you, Susie? I'm amazing, Frank. Good to A be back. Big round of applause. We haven't seen Susie Sockets is busy, busy with life. Yeah, exactly. And that you, is life. You locked your keys in the Honda Prelude. I did. We're going to have to Slim Jim that one. <laughs> Can we? <laughs> hey, if you're new for uh, new to hanging with the show, especially on a podcast or weekends out in uh, California, hey, the KMET family, we thank you so much. We've heard from you. Uh, you can visit wrenchnation.tv. People, we got a ton of great shows. I know some of you get busy and you dip in and out of this show. Susie, we got an exciting show today. Oh, I love the guest. 100%. Peter Volney. Founder of the Concourse in the Hills, out of Fountain Hills. That's a beautiful place. Exceptional place. Over 1,200 cars, motorcycles, all kinds of exotics, and one big family supporting Phoenix Children's Hospital. Yep, great cause. They've raised a lot of money. Peter's going to be joining us here in a little bit, as well as Greg Ovis with uh, G's Up. He's over at Bonham's Auction, which I believe is North Scottsdale, Kierland. A beautiful, beautiful place up there, Bonhams. Uh, we are going to have senior car specialist. He's a senior guy. He's senior. He's seen it all, that senior guy. <laughs> uh, Eric Meinoff uh, of Bonhams is going to join us. And I figured we'd have a little fun. Of course, we'll get some nice color commentary. My understanding is Greg and Mr. Eric, they're sitting in the back of a Maybach. Oh, my. To come on to the show. They're They're... I don't know. They're gray goosing it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, Bonhams, you can get on to Bonhams, uh, Bonhams.com, and, and see the auction uh, for a lot of our listeners that are listening live out of California or North Dakota, Vegas, wherever you are. You can catch the uh, auction. Uh, my understanding is live. You can go to the website. Most auctions, Susie, you can get that live. Yes. People from Kuwait are calling in. <laughs> they're going online. They're looking at their uh, their collectibles. But uh, So that's the kind of show we're going to have. I did want to cover, before we get into your uh, weird automotive news, catalytic converters. I know some of you are like, I got Again? jacked. Real quick, the symptom, you get in, your quiet ride, all of a sudden in the morning, sounds horrible. Mm -hmm. It's loud. It's obnoxious. And then you take it into the garage. You tow it in because you're scared to death. And you're like, ah, what do I do? Of course- the reason why these cats, as we call them in the industry, are getting stolen is because of rhodium and palladium. Right. Precious metals. $15,000 an ounce. Right. All these crackheads, stop stealing these <laughs> catalytic converters. You know, the last stolen cat that I had to deal with, they were kind. They left the oxygen sensors. They left all the gaskets. They actually unbolted. And uh, yeah, they're getting real nervy. They're doing a clean job they're, now. Yeah, they're now taking what? their time. <laughs> they're like leaving you, <laughs> leaving you. They're saying, "Well, we don't want to beat them up too much." That's right. <laughs> um, here are the top vehicles, and I'll tell you what you guys can do as a solution. I've got some ideas. They're not going to be perfect because they can get a Home Depot sawzall, cut that sucker out, and it's finito. If you own an eighty-five to two thousand twenty-one Ford F Series pickup, what years? Eighty-five to twenty-one. Oh, I have an 05. I got an 08. <laughs> I watch it. I, I put my little chihuahua. Yeah, that's right. You got to have the dog protecting the cats. I, my wife gets mad. What are you doing with the dog? I said, he's staying outside. I'm tying him up. A little one-eyed chihuahua is going to watch my cat. Uh, 89 to 2020, Honda Accord, uh, the 7 to 17 Jeep Patriot, Ford Econoline, Chevy Silverado, the Equinox, the CRV, and what we see in the garage often, which is sad because it's expensive. A Toyota Prius. Yeah. They love that Prius. Yep, they do. It's something about it. So they there's do. a couple things they say you can do um, if you have the time to take the extra measure. I think you will because the Toyota Prius can be a three dollars to $4,000 affair. And, and you wake up and it's just horrific and you come in the garage and it's just, oh, we got to give you the news. Your quiet hybrid car sounds 
horrible. So number one, <laughs> make sure you do an audit. It's January. People audit everything, including your insurance policy. Oh, yeah. Now, most insurance policies will cover it, but make sure you don't have a janky insurance policy, uh, you know, next to some coconut tree in the, the, the Cayman <laughs> Islands. It's not going to cover it. What I'm saying is audit your insurance, number one. Number two, definitely light up your driveway. Now, a lot of you are saying, well, I already do. Well, I'm saying underneath the car. Oh. Now, that sounds crazy, but I'm saying that you, and you do it in a stylish way so you don't look like a, a used car lot at midnight. Um, you know, your neighbors want to see some nice curbside appeal. Light it up underneath with a little spotlight. You're trying to intimidate these guys or gals or whatever. I call them crackheads. <laughs> you don't think the light would help them? Um, the, the, well, that could be. Some of you are saying, <laughs> Frank, you're just making it easier. I think the more you light it up, I think it's a little bit more intimidating. Right. Because they, they want to do this clandestinely, which in some occasions can take literally less than minutes to get in there. Right. So maybe light's not your perfect option, but it is an option. And then they do make a cat lock. These are big, bulky devices that you the cage. strap on a cage that, yeah. that will basically tell somebody uh, who's a professional cat thief, oh gosh, I got to go through a little more. Right. So that may help. Uh, you can call your local garage, get on a wrenchnation.tv, go into the friends section. Uh, we've got garage owners from all across the country. So be aware of it. It stinks. Is it going to go away? Probably not because that uh, palladium and rhodium is very expensive. Some of the cities were doing campaigns where they were painting them. Well, you Did can you see VIN, that? Yeah, yeah, paint them. You can VIN stamp them. Mm-hmm. I mean, the damage is going to be done. Maybe there's a recovery of this used, now this old cat. Um, so anyway, just be aware of it. I wanted to give you the top list. Susie, what's shaking in the weird? You know, Frank, what comes to mind when I say the year 2035? Oh, well, EVs, California. Right? I mean, right? all you know, my big block tribe, they're right? not too happy. But yeah, 2035, California said, you you know, you can, you can drive what you have, but no more new right. ICE vehicles. Right. So what if I told you there's a state who is trying to ban the sales of EVs by 2035. Wait a minute. The the pirate state. Yes. Is it Texas? It's not. No, Elon Musk is out in Texas. What's your next guest? Um, somewhere which is not there's a lot of bison, is my guess. Uh well, a lot of wild and it's gotta be in the Rocky Mountains. Does area. Wyoming have bison? Whoa, Daddy, Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. But they have bison. Okay. So you guessed it, Frank. Good job. Wyoming's like bison meat. They do like bison meat. <laughs> so they're saying we're not doing it. They, uh, they're they trying to pass state legislation in hopes of phasing it out in 2035. They basically say that they are an oil state and they employ thousands of people. Well, that's an interesting concept for, for sure. You have the oil industry. I mean, you go up to Alaska, Texas, yeah. and so on. Yeah. Um, wow. It'd be interesting to see. Will the feds fight it? Well, some of the guys in Congress are actually joining. Yeah, it's a movement. Yeah, they're actually joining know. it. But I don't think they're going to get away with it. I think the oil lobbyists are still very powerful. Absolutely they are. And maybe not ban it completely. They're saying they're trying to persuade their residents not to purchase them. I don't know. We'll have to keep an eye on I, that. I know we do. We got Greg Ovis holding. Justin, let's bring Greg Ovis from uh, GWZZUP. Greg, welcome back, baby. Hey, what's going on, you guys? Hey, Greg. My understanding is you're hanging out in a... Beautiful backseat back seat of a Maybach <laughs> at the Bonhams auction. Yes, I am. You, you know I love the auction week, and this is where I thrive. Hey, you yeah, got your here and, you got go your ahead. pinky up. You got your pinky up. <laughs> no, no pinky up now, but definitely sitting out here at the Bonhams auction. Uh, it's an amazing day, and one of the cars that I'm excited about is um, there's a '54 Chrysler Ghia that I personally have never seen in person. So I'm excited to see that car and learn all about it. Wow. Um, tell us more. Uh, Bonham's is a little bit more intimate. Um, oh, yeah. Of course, buyers and, and collections from all over the world, we understand that. I'm looking at the picture. Uh, that's that GS1 special by Gia. Is that correct? Yeah, and the color green is amazing. You, you, uh, when I send you some pictures, it doesn't even do it justice. So, wow. But yeah, I'm excited to be here. And, hey, I have, I'm sitting here with, with Eric Monoff with the uh, sales specialist for the auction. I want to hand all the mic over to him so he could... Tell you what's going on. Yes, we were talking about that a little bit ago, Mr. Eric from New York and Chicago, senior car specialist with Bonhams. What are you doing, baby? Uh, relaxing in the back of a 2010 uh, Maybach 57 uh, Zeppelin. Look at you. Ooh, Ooh. Wow. 
A Zeppelin. Yeah. Ooh. Now, listen, there's got to be a bottle of Grey Goose back there somewhere. <laughs> well, it has a cooler between the seats, so uh, you, you wouldn't be too far off. That is awesome. Wow. Uh, what's the power plant for that Maybach? What are they putting under hood? Uh, it's a six-liter twin-turbo uh, V12. Wow. So fast. fast enough to get you into trouble. That's luxury. You've got torque. Yep. You've got everything. I mean, everything that you'd want from a vehicle like and that. And a cooler in the back seat. Waftability. Ooh. All right. Now, for those that are chiming in right now who are trying to tell us a little bit about what you do, we're gonna we're also gonna dive into a little bit of uh I figured we create some value, Susie, by Let's do doing it. some uh terminology for yes. the auctions, because a lot of folks are new to the auctions. But first, Eric, tell us what is a senior car specialist? What do you do? Uh, so I, I help folks uh, essentially uh, find new homes for their cars or find cars that they've always wanted. Um, uh, in a nutshell, that's what I do. Now, we um, we have preached on the show, Eric. I want to interject. Um, we have preached on the show that uh, some are nervous. They're biting their nails regarding the stock market. <laughs> <laughs> but they can almost never go wrong by owning a piece of history, some classic history, because... Uh, the market uh, is pretty strong. Is that uh, the current pace uh, in the luxury market? Well, uh, the beauty of collector cars is uh, you can own something that you can drive and enjoy, and uh, it, uh, it it may uh, may either not cost you too much to have that privilege of ownership, and if you're lucky, it may pay you for the enjoyment you have received, uh, both monetarily and personally. At least personally, a lot of oh, us. Yeah. A lot of us. We've we've. We've done our careers, we're broken, and now we're going to buy what we wanted many years ago. Uh, let's get into some terminology um, for folks that are uh, doing, of course, January and through beginning of February. ton of auctions out there, wonderful car shows as well. Talk to us, what is a bill of lading? If I'm buying something, what, what does that mean to me as a buyer, bill of lading? Uh <laughs> Uh, a bill of you, you've started with the, uh, the the probably least exciting uh, terminology, but uh, <laughs> a bill of lading is the document that a uh, inter uh, interstate con- uh, sorry an ICC carrier so a, 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 a common carrier interstate common carrier provides uh, to uh, in either the buyer or the uh, the auction company showing proof that the vehicle or item has left one place and gone to another place and the primary reason for that is so that the seller can either demonstrate that sales tax didn't need to be collected ah. or why they collected sales tax and the rate for which uh, sales tax was collected we don't want any funny business with the taxes that's for that's sure right but that was exciting no i think so bill yeah. of lading now some of you in the Shipping industry, you're like, oh, I know what a bill of lading is. <laughs> but if you're getting ready to bid on a vehicle, you better make sure That's you have that clear. That's yes. So thank you, Eric. All right, we're going to move on to the next one. Um, the provenance. Provenance. Right, provenance. That, that's, a, that's a longer, multisyllabic version of the word history. Uh, oh. Basically, you're just, you're just saying uh, the pro- provenance of a car is, uh, what has happened to it previous to its arrival, or provenance of anything? What has happened to it previous uh, previous to its arrival where it is right now? So if we take the Maybach that we're sitting in right now, the provenance would be that it was purchased new by the seller. Uh, it was driven a little less than 600 miles uh, and uh, has not moved much in the last uh, decade or so. Um so that would be your provenance. There's your, there's your, uh, your, your. So you have some history, and and I think what we're doing here is we're building up the the value points so that there's no funny business. Uh, Greg and I uh, over the years have talked about uh, some of the tragic situations that can happen. Um, it doesn't happen often, but I think Eric, you'll agree when we don't have these established mechanisms mechanisms in place. Uh, it's a loss for everyone. Everyone is scratching their heads because it wasn't what they thought it was. Isn't that correct? Well, provenance comes in a couple of varieties, but the short answer is there's a provenance that is backed up by documentation, and then there's provenance that is backed up by word of mouth. You can imagine one of them is much more valuable than the uh. other. Uh, so in the auction world, we trade heavily on documented provenance. Uh, if someone says something happened, 
that's good. That's fine. But uh, if I can't prove it happened, then uh, it is it is hearsay. Gotcha. So we don't want any funny business. We want documentation. That's right. If I'm going to spend some money on a classic <laughs> and come home to my wife without getting knocked out, I better have my provenance together. You better have your papers, Frank. <laughs> All right. Everyone gets excited because we see this on television. And, and certainly uh, if you're at the auction, there's a ton of excitement. And it's just a wonderful place to be. Uh, before we go into this next one, please let the folks know where they can find Bonhams online. Eric, give us a website. Sure. For the auction, this auction is going to be Bonhams.com. That's B-O-N-H-A-M-S.com. And forward slash Scottsdale will get you right to the website for this auction. You can see all the lots on offer. And when the auction begins at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time here, uh, you can follow along live. And if you want, you can also register to bid and buy something. Yeah, you've got auctions all over the country. We'll make sure to have that in show notes for the podcast. All right. Lastly, we're going to let you go in a minute. But I need you to answer this. Everyone's excited. The hammer price. Is that yeah. truly a final establishment of deals done, buyer and seller, they're married, they've agreed? Has a hammer price ever reversed? Uh, so a hammer price, that is, of course, the, the final bid price at which a lot is then considered sold as declared by the auctioneer and is agreed to in the terms and conditions of business by the buyer when they signed up to register. So once uh, the fall of the hammer has occurred, that is the established final purchase price of the item. Uh, that's where negotiations stop. Uh, negotiations on the value, that was the period of time between when the auctioneer said, where shall I start the bidding, and when the auctioneer dropped the gavel on the lot. Um, so... You want to negotiate after that, you you kind of missed your opportunity and you've you've got it backwards. It's a done deal. Wow. It's official. The hammer has spoken. The hammer has spoken. <laughs> Eric Meinoff, uh, senior car specialist uh, with Bonhams, if you're uh and it's running through today or is this uh through the week? Correct me. So we have preview today and tomorrow. Uh tomorrow we have previews from nine to six PM, so nine AM to six PM. And then the auction is just on Friday, the 27th, again, starting at uh, 10 a.m. Our doors open at 9 a.m. You guys get on out there. I believe that's up at the Kierland. Is that correct? North Scottsdale. Yes, sir. The Western Kierland. Beautiful, beautiful place. You'd look at some beautiful cars. Get to meet a, a wonderful group of car culture types out there. Eric Meinoff, thank you so much for joining Ranch Nation. Thanks for having me. You rock. Yeah, see, the that's hammer interesting. Price, I always wondered about that. Like, I mean, we know hammer goes right. down and it... But does every does like one person in the deal say, uh, I wasn't ready. Yeah, <laughs> you better, <laughs> take that back. <laughs> you better be ready. Uh, we're going to jump on the line and we're going to continue with our theme. Uh, we've got Peter Volney uh, hanging out with us. Peter Volney, are you there? I am there. Oh, look at that. Peter, if that hammer goes down, you better be ready. <laughs> well, tell Eric that I will see him on Friday. I'll be there. All oh. right. Eric, if you're listening with Greg Ovis in the back of that beautiful Maybach, uh, Peter Volney is going to be out there Friday, so just know. And uh, Peter Volney, just uh, for you guys to be aware, uh, is uh, founder of the Concourse in the Hills, which will be celebrating its ninth year, Susie. That's awesome. Uh, Saturday, February 4th, Poor for Four people, put it on your calendar. It is an incredible array of over 1,200 of some of the most phenomenal vehicles, from muscle cars to exotics and so on. And, Peter, you've been doing this for so long in conjunction with, what do we do? We raise some money for Phoenix Children's Hospital, man. This is just amazing. Um, how did you start all this? Well, I mean, what, what were you thinking uh, in year one? How did you start this up? I, I guess I wasn't thinking. If I'd been thinking, <laughs> I probably wouldn't have started it. As, as my wife keeps reminding me, I'm working harder than when I had a paying job. But um, I, I guess uh, I was going to Cars and Coffee around town. There's lots of them. They're all wonderful. They're all very, very good. But they're all in parking lots. And, um, you know, I, I was going up to Monterey to uh, Pebble Beach, uh, Concourse into the Quail and Concorso Italiano. Wonderful shows. Um, but they're all on grass. So I thought it's about time in a, in a market as huge as this one that we have a show on grass. So um, there wasn't one, and I thought, well, I'll start one. And I, I certainly never expected it to grow as large as this, but but I'm thankful that it has. 
Yeah, no doubt. Uh, uh, Susie, if you remember, we had uh, Stuart Sobeck, uh, Las Vegas Concourse. Oh my gosh. In fact, uh, yes. you and Stuart uh, Peter are good friends, and I think he's in year three, Las Vegas Concourse. These things are not easy to establish. Talk to us about, you had the concept, Peter, and, and you, you said, man, I, I need this real estate. Um, how welcoming was Fountain Hills for you? Was that just a natural fit, uh, both from your part and the city of Fountain Hills? Well, I went to the mayor of Fountain Hills in 2013 when I came up with the idea for the show. And um, I, I said, I'd like to start a car, car show. I'd like to park it, uh, the cars in, in the uh, park around the lake in Fountain Hills. It's an absolutely spectacular venue. Um, I, I'd like to take credit for, for making the show successful. But I think the majority of the credit goes to the, the venue. It really is very, very beautiful. Uh, a park with gently rolling hills around the lake with the highest fountain in, in North America. Um, the mayor at the time said, well, how many cars do you think you'll get? And, um, you know, I was in the advertising business, so I've been exaggerating my whole life. <laughs> and, and, um, and, and I went to law school, so I learned to lie. So I, I said to her, well, I, I think we'll get 100 cars. I really thought we'll be lucky to get 60 or 80 and even in that first year, in 2014, we had 220, wow. which, um, again, goes to show you the, the size of the community here. You know, for a first-time show to have that many cars is pretty incredible. Yeah, before we get into the details of some of these exotics and wonderful uh, array of vehicles that are, are going to be out there raising money, of course, for Phoenix Children's uh, Hospital, uh, we, we'll talk more about that here in a minute, how, because, okay, you go from, you know, 60, 80, 100, first year, you, you almost can't do this without networking with a bunch of car clubs. How warm were the car clubs? And, and please do give any shout outs to any car clubs locally or here in the Southwest. How warm were they to, to do another show like this? Because they, they're, well, they're doing shows to begin with as part of being a, a car club. Well, uh, ironically, the very first car club that approached me about the show was the Ferrari Club. Um, of, of which I am now a member and a director, but at the time I wasn't. Um, at the time I had a car with a Ferrari engine, but not with a Ferrari body. Ah. Um, so you and, couldn't uh, get to the back room of the Ferrari club. <laughs> you, they let you in in the foyer, uh, <laughs> but I hear you. <laughs> but, uh, well, I, I do have a Ferrari now, albeit a very old one. Um <laughs> They were they were the first one to approach us, but the car clubs of, of all, or almost all of them, have been very, very supportive of this event. And without them, it wouldn't be anywhere near as large as it is. They um, they actually uh, uh, arrange drives, so they, they assemble somewhere else and drive to the show together so they can all pass together. And, um, and the car clubs have been very, very supportive. That is awesome. It's good to hear. Uh, sometimes the calendars don't align, and it just... Uh... It just seems like that was just a, a, a well-grooved fit. Um, if you're just tuning in, we've got uh, founder of the Concourse in the Hills uh, raising a ton of money for Phoenix Children's Hospital uh, February 4th. Uh, you can head on out to the Concourse in the Hills. Get ready for the greatest car show on the grass, people. A wonderful, beautiful day. Um, if you're not a Phoenician, February is a beautiful month, Susie. Oh, yeah. In fact, we've been out there a few times where oh, it was yeah. long sleeve in the morning, and then holy <laughs> snap, it's gonna, it got a little warm on us. And so if you're visiting in town, I invite you guys February 4th. Uh, before we take a break, I want to talk to you real quick, Peter, about specifics to here's the show. We're moving and grooving. We're in year two. We're in year three. We want to push the envelope where there are specific vehicles uh, maybe outside of the local car groups that you really wanted and had an eye for. And you said, you know, I would love to have this array. Talk to us about that. And, and, and how did you attain that? What kind of well, work are you in? Initially, we just parked whoever came in, parked uh, t together. But as the show grew, we started to bunch the cars together. So uh, each brand is together. The car clubs love that because, uh, let's say, it's the Corvette Car Club. We, we had um, over 100 Corvettes last year, and we'll probably have the same this year. Um, we are actually sold out for the show um, as far as cars are concerned. 
Um, we need a we bigger, do. we need some more greens. We need out more. There. We're going to have to talk to the mayor about that, expanding the greens. <laughs> well, well, the, the town, I'm very surprised. The town rejected my request to fill in and pave the lake. <laughs> down, the car wash. I, I don't know why they would have rejected that, but they have. Uh, Just, but we do park all, all the brands together, and, and it's great because, um, you know, people who have got the same kind of car want to meet uh, other people. You know, they can talk about the idiosyncrasies of their cars. It's, it's very good networking. So that's worked very well. And then um, as it got going, we set up special sections. We set up, we set up a race car section. And we have race cars that come from a, a lot of different places. We've had race cars from California and, and other places. Um, last year, we started a new section called Limited Edition Exotics. It's for cars that are, that are made in very, very limited numbers. Um, we, we have a do- at least a dozen of those this year, some, some very uh, rare cars and very expensive cars, as you can imagine. Um, and then we... Um, we have also, we started this last year and it's growing a uh, alternate fuel section. And we have companies like Lucid and, and uh, Draco who are uh, sponsoring in, in that area. Tesla will be there, uh, Rivian w- will be there. And, and there are a lot of the electric cars that, uh, that you will see there. Um, Draco actually is bringing an SUV with, with 2,000 horsepower. It's called the Dragon, and with 2,000 horsepower, I think it is a Dragon. Oh, my oh my. God. Yes, it is. Yeah. 2,000 horsepower. Wow. We just need a little drag strip out there. We yeah. Can, you know, that's a, uh, you guys, get on out. The Greatest Car Show on Grass at Concourse in the Hills. Listen, all proceeds support Phoenix Children's Center. Uh, Peter Volney, the founder, is on the line. Peter, we're going to take a quick break and bring you back. We're going to talk more about our efforts with uh, PCH, Phoenix Children's Hospital, and the story of the helicopters. If you've been to a car show, you probably have not seen the helicopters. Uh, Concourse in the Hills has a few of those and a wonderful story behind them. Stay tuned, Branch Nation. One of these days, ain't going to change. Of course you want your mileage back and all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon. Your car needs its fuel system cleaned and it needs it now. You need BG44K. It's the one dealerships use the most. In fact, they use BG44K almost three to one over any other fuel system cleaner made. To find a shop near you, go to BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. I got my mileage back. BG, BG. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time, the quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients, and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, Get on to partsauthority.com. Check locations nationally near you, partsauthority.com. Support for Wrench Nation Car Talk, the smart choice for auto parts, Pronto National Association. Pronto is committed to the independent automotive aftermarket and demonstrates leadership within the automotive industry. Pronto Association is made up of nearly 100 member auto part distributors. Visit pronto-net.com. Automotive technical training, parts lineup, and representation of the automotive member community. Pronto-net.com. Whether you're looking for a full-service direct mail or you just simply want a few marketing materials printed for use in your store, Mail Shark has got you covered. With over 10 years of client service success with direct mail postcards, restaurant box toppers, magnets, and so much more, Mail Shark is there to help your marketing team acquire the clients you deserve. Pay weekly, pay as you go. There is no pressure, no contracts, direct mail. For more details, visit themailshark.com. 52% of the population family are women. We love you ladies, but less than 3% of you women are professional technicians. Our charity partner, Tech Force Foundation, believes if we want to solve this little technician shortage, we need to start talking to 52% of these ladies out in the population. Head on over if you feel like you can tinker with the best of them. 
head on over to techforce.org. Bolt-On Technologies Automotive Software Solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. They say I'm too young to love you. I don't know what I need. They think I don't understand the freedom land of the seven days. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Frank Lloyds and Susie Sockets hanging out in the studio here at uh, East Valley Institute of Technology. It was an honor to broadcast. Thank you for hanging with us. Don't forget, the EBIT Expo is happening, 2023 Expo. That is now, Saturday, January 28th from 9 to 1. Uh, it's a great way bring your friends and family. Uh, it's an interactive event, which just means, you know, if you've heard of EBIT and maybe you've got a student that's interested in automotive or criminal justice, Skills All the Way is happening right here at EBIT. And you can test drive all that. There'll be trolley rides and tours. You'll get to talk to instructors. There'll be some food and beverages by our world-renowned culinary students. They'll be hanging out here as well. So get it on your calendar Saturday, January 28th from 9 to 1 p.m. The EVIT Expo right here on campus. I found my next car, Frank. You did? Yep. What? Oh, come on it now. It is the, the Draco Dragon EV SUV. Thanks a lot, Peter. Peter Volney is hanging with us, uh, founder of Concourse in the Hills. You mentioned the Dragon and our Susie Sockets got excited about the Dragon. I'm super excited about this car. Where to, did I find it? Car and Driver? You can just Google it. It's you, beautiful. Please, not while you're driving, but check out the car. <laughs> 2,000 horsepower. Uh, that's incredible what that's they're doing. That's crazy. Peter, that's a, that's a unique ride. It is a pretty unique ride. I haven't driven it yet, but uh, I hope to. Yeah, well, I always see you out there in the golf cart. I say you, <laughs> I say you get in that dragon. <laughs> Would sure tear up the grass in the park, wouldn't it? Oh gosh. Yeah, um, we'll definitely look for that and uh, many other vehicles. Before we get into the helicopter story, because that's always fascinating. Um, you, one thing that we do know, we mentioned it on the show. Car people can raise some funds. Oh gosh, and, yes. and you know what? We've done our little bit at the garage and and. And you know what? Even if we're presenting a $100 check to the Girl Scouts or, you know, our VFW folks, yep. car people know how to have fun and raise some money. And so I know that it is near and dear to your heart. You have an incredible story, Peter, and how Phoenix Children's Hospital came about in such a wonderful relationship. Talk to us about that story and what it means to you. Well, um, I, I guess, first of all, I'm a childhood cancer survivor myself. That's back when um, dinosaurs were still roaming the earth. Um, actually, I'm Australian, so it was very large kangaroos. Um, so um, Phoenix Children's Hospital is, is one of the charities that we support ourselves, my wife and I. Uh, and, um, and when we got this show going, uh, we approached them, uh, we talked, and, and they've provided enormous support. Sandy at uh, Phoenix Children's Hospital is the one who keeps me honest. It's a full-time job for her because it's not easy to keep me honest. Um, <laughs> and and uh, they've, they've been wonderful. Uh, we are currently, uh, as of today, we are uh, over $460,000 raised this year. Um, I, I want to stress that the show, it's free admission of spectators who want to come, and we invite you to come out with your family, bring your dogs, bring your cats, bring your kangaroos, but come out. It's a fun day. We, we have a couple of dozen um, food trucks there. There's everything, coffee, ice cream, burgers, uh, all, all sorts of food, and it's just a real fun day. But as I say, it's, it's totally free admission and even free parking, but we would like people to to make a donation, to reach into their pocket and bring out a couple of bucks. If they do that, then uh, we're hopeful of reaching $500,000 this year. Since we started the show, we've raised over $1.6 million. Wow. And um, it, it helps the hospital. It's uh, very expensive treating the, these kids. And the, the kids are wonderful. They're all heroes. They truly are. And again, if you're just joining us, uh, you can actually get on to phoenixchildrensfoundation.org. The Gila River Casinos, presented by Matson Money Concourse in the Hills. That's Saturday, February 4th, 
from 10 to 3. As Peter said, put the money away for admission, enjoy your time, and then maybe throw a few bucks towards a wonderful cause. I remember uh, being out there with you, Susie, and we had the honor and pleasure of Thanks to Peter, we met uh, Ari Londyke yep. and Lynn St. James, yep. and we did some interviews. And at that time, it was a big deal. And I think Peter that year was like 130000 or 140000 which was incredible. But to hear now you're approaching half a million dollars, that is stupendous. Yep. Un- unbelievable. Well, as you say, uh, the car community are very, very generous. We, we've had... We've had some wonderful people who, who, you know, we charge $60 for somebody to show a car, but we have had people come in and give us $1,000, $5,000. I mean, they're just very, very generous. Yeah, again, phoenixchildrensfoundation.org. If you're listening and you're like, oh, I can't make it, you can get on that website. You know, the PCH, as we know them here locally, has several events. This is one of the bigger events, and so uh, it's a wonderful way to contribute, and uh, as as we said, you know, when we're talking about the innovative research and the cutting-edge technology and even recruitment of leading physicians and child-friendly programs, um, that is an enormous undertaking. And uh, so the donations coming from, you know, just average folks and, yep. and and maybe not so average. You know, there's some highfalutin folks that go out there, and, and it's, yes, the cars are a wonderful thing, but it really is about the charitable giving side. And, yep. and that's what makes this really exciting. Susie. I still actually have a picture of the check from February 9th, 2019 for $150,000. I still have that check. I mean, we were stunned picture. back we in were, 19. And yeah. And I remember thinking, God, I want to be like Peter Volney when I grow up. Yeah. And then I had to, no, I, that is no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, Peter, um, you know, fundraising is not an easy thing. And, and without getting into the mud, we, Susan and I, and, and, and gosh, we probably represent a lot of folks that, that feel the same way. We don't want to forget to thank you and the tremendous team of volunteers. Yes. Um, let's Before we get into the helicopter story, let's give the floor for you, Peter. You've had a lot of talented individuals who gave their time. Any shout-outs that you want to give? Oh, you know, there are so many. It, it, it wouldn't be fair, and I'd probably wind up missing somebody who's very, very important that the show is completely organized and managed by volunteers. Not one of us gets one single penny um, for doing this. We're, we're all doing it just for, for the love of, of trying to help people who are, you know, kids who are less fortunate than us. So um, it, it, it's a very large group of volunteers. It really is. Yeah, and it's well run. I mean, it, I, I will say um, We've been out there for years, and it, it's, it's of course, get out there early, guys. You know, you want to get out there. Uh, it starts at 10. Maybe get out there a little early. Um, parking is actually, I've never been disappointed about parking, surprisingly, because this is a very popular show. Uh, but get out there early so you're not stressed. And the volunteers do an amazing job. Yep. What is the one big headache that sometimes, it's like leaving the Cardinal Stadium. It's like, ah! But not with this event. It's very organized and detailed. It's like a bunch of day traders out there volunteering <laughs> and keeping everybody in order. I love it. <laughs> well, you're, you're right. We actually have four entrances around the park uh, and exits. Um, I would urge people to get there as early as 8 o'clock because part of the fun is watching the cars and hearing the oh, cars yeah. drive in. Some of them are very, very loud. And, and it's fun to see them moving rather than stationary, although they're beautiful stationary um, so, yeah, I, I urge people to get there as early as 8 o'clock. Um, we have some special features that are, that are going to be happening. The official opening of the show is, is 10 o'clock, about 10 o'clock. And uh, once again, we'll have Lynn St. James, uh, one of the most famous uh, female race drivers ever raced at the Indy 500. Um, Derek Daly, who, who raced it in uh, Formula One for five or six years and then IndyCar. Uh, Didier Says, who uh, has won the Daytona 24-hour race, the Sebring 12-hour race, and lots of others. Harley Cluxton, who was a factory driver for Ferrari and then bought the uh, Gulf Mirage race team, um, will be doing the official opening at 10 o'clock. And we have a special feature at the opening. We will have four of the Falcon Warbirds, military planes, doing a low-level formation fly path oh. when we open the show at 10 o'clock. So that'll be quite spectacular. Well, that's new. That's that new, new for this year, Peter? 
That is new for this year. Wow. And, and it's like Super Bowl style. Final confirmation yet, but we have another feature that we're doing which is really, really spectacular and will blow everybody's mind, but I can't talk about it yet. Oh, I'm we're going to try to squeeze it out of you right here at Rich Nation. But uh, I will, I will uh, say also, which is really neat, at 10 o'clock, you do a traditional start your engines and the whole park lights it up is this correct <laughs> that that is correct the the uh, race drivers announce drivers start your engines and we have uh, 1200 cars that fire up and, and and rev up and and it is quite loud and at dragon ev we can hear it buzzing <laughs> we can hear it buzzing we can hear that little ev motor buzzing <laughs> oh this is incredible uh please people phoenix children's foundation.org the Gila River Resorts and Casinos, presented by, uh, you have a new partner, please tell us, Matson Money. They've, Ma- they- Matson Money has come aboard as a major sponsor, as a presenting sponsor. Um, they will be at the show, so yeah, we're very delighted to have them aboard. Yeah, so thank you to all that have supported this. Now, let's get into the helicopters. Uh, this thing got busy. This thing started to grow. And as things grow, there can be some pain points uh, and, and keeping folks happy and accommodating and so on. Tell us, how do the helicopter, military helicopters, come into play here? Well, we um, as the show grew, it started to spread out. And, and um, it was actually the Cobra Car Club that came to me and said, gee, could we move because we're at the end, we're in the boondocks. And um, you can't put everybody in the middle. There's only one middle. So uh, we, we, uh, I had a Cook 427 Cobra myself, so I, I love Cobras. I think they're one of the greatest cars ever. So I wanted them to be happy. I did some research, and I knew that the, um, the attack helicopter that the Army flew in Vietnam was codenamed the Cobra. So I did some research and found that the Army Aviation um, Historical Foundation right here in, in Arizona had one of these and it was working and I um, negotiated with them and they flew the uh, Cobra helicopter into the show. It is it is a beast, a real beast. So I uh, contacted the Cobra Club and we parked about 30 Cobras around the Cobra attack helicopter and suddenly that part of the show was no longer the boondocks. It became, <laughs> it became very, very busy and we started to expand it um, and uh, I found out that the modern version of the Viper, of the Cobra, um, which is flown exclusively by the Marine Corps, the U.S. Marine Corps, is, uh, is called the Viper. So I contacted them and I negotiated with the Marine Corps and with the Pentagon, and we got them. They've, they've done it for the last three years, and they are coming back again this year. They flew a, uh, a Viper from San Diego into the show, and um, we've expanded it to six, seven helicopters, and um, that, that part of the show now is you, you can barely walk there. There's so many people. It's really very, very busy. Yeah. yeah. It's so spectacular to look at. I remember, and I'll just share you our story. So, again, I mean, here's this row of gorgeous, well-taken-care-of Vipers with the Viper helicopter. And, and they don't truck these in, people. <laughs> if you get there early enough, hey, can you tell the folks, if they want to watch the, uh, the, the helicopters fly in, is that a, a, at, what, about 8 o'clock? No, it's, it's actually earlier. They'll be down by 8 o'clock. Um, they'll come in at about 7.30. All right. So that's a little treat for you if you've never seen yeah. them. Take the kids out there. So here's all these Vipers. Here's all these wonderful historic Cobras. Oh, my gosh. And just uh, incredible with the helicopter out there. And so Susie and I, we had an interview. And so we were <laughs> over by the helicopters. Our booth was way on the other side. And we were so winded, we were like military, like we were Navy SEALs trying to That's get right. back over to the cross the park. Uh, I will tell you, if you're listening, um, there's not much to map out. You, you just enjoy the That's park, right. enjoy your time, take your time, be in the moment, get to talk to some of these wonderful owners. Uh, speaking of which, it, it, it's not just the like exotic uh, Lamborghinis or, or uh, McLarens that'll be out there. I think one year, and I think this year you'll you'll have. I think Craig Jackson had um, his uh, Bugatti out yeah. there, correct? Yeah, he may he may bring it again. Um, you know, Craig always brings the car out. Yeah, so I mean, you're just seeing all of this, and it's really easy to get overwhelmed. So what I say 
is put on a comfortable pair of sneakers <laughs> or flippity floppies, whatever you do, and just enjoy your time out there. Because, yep. I mean, there's so much to see, and you can do a wonderful round. I didn't realize, Peter, that fountain is the largest in the country then, yeah? I, I it's the largest in North America and certainly one of the largest in the world. I can wow. tell I can tell you when we come up from up north, we got a place up in Strawberry. When we get to see that fountain from what seems like a hundred miles away to see that thing go off, it is a treat. Yeah. It is yeah, a treat. All right. So I gotta get into your business mind real quick. And and I wanna ask you just the last couple of questions before we disconnect. Um and again, if you're just joining us, founder of the Concourse in the Hills, uh, which is happening uh February fourth. Uh, you guys make sure to get out there. A great cause for Phoenix Children's Hospitals. Peter Volney. Um, the business side of things, as it were, uh, you retired, uh, built up a great agency, very creative. Uh, you know, sometimes in business we get a no, and most of us, we, we, we acknowledge a no is a no for the quick second, and we got to keep moving. What advice would you have for some of our skilled trade students you know, they're new. They're up and coming. They may receive a few no's, but they know in their heart that they can do it. What advice would you give our future talent here at the school? Well, just to be tenacious, just because somebody says no once doesn't mean that uh, it, it's no forever. Um, I, I remember as a, a young guy first getting into business, somebody told me that you will get five no's before you get a yes. But one thing that, that I've always believed and, and practiced is that I would never try and sell anything that wasn't in the customer's interest. And, and um, I've turned away cars that, that want to come to the show because I know that when they're there, they'll be, they'll be embarrassed or unhappy. Um, so so uh, it's, it's important. Be honest with people. Uh, you, you know, I follow the golden rule. Don't, you know, I do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Yeah, no, that's critical. I mean, you've got to have integrity behind mm -hmm. what you do. And I, I think... But don't I'm, give up, you know. I mean, uh, and, and I know with sponsors, uh, you know, I chase sponsors for the show, and, and many of them say no the first time. The very first year I, I did the show, we had three sponsors. Um, now we have over 100, and I'm actually turning sponsors away. So you just have to keep at it. Be tenacious. Believe in what you yep. do. Uh, have that integrity. Tenacious yep. is a powerful word. Um, it's not about success or failure. It's about the courage to continue. Every day is a new day. Uh, Susie, yep. we, we talk in the garage all the time with the technicians and right. so on. You know, you could have a bad day under hood, but guess what? You've got five other cars waiting. That's right. And uh, don't forget where you come from. That's so. right. But you got to give a shout out to Peter. I mean, just this whole time of building and researching and negotiating and this is what it is today, which is amazing, Peter. I yeah. commend you. Yeah, we commend you on that. Uh, we're bowing in praise. Yes, we'll, we we'll are. We'll be out there. We're going to look for you on that go-kart, <laughs> give you a big hug. I got one last question. And, yep. you know, the show we get into, it's an automotive lifestyle show, and we get into car culture from all over the globe. Um, some would say that technology, as it's advancing under hood, I mean, we're talking 100 million lines of code uh, on this uh, new F-150, that technology could be slicing and dicing at car culture and the future of car culture. Do you think, Peter, this technology is going to slowly wither away people and they're just not going to tinker? Car culture is going to slowly go away? What say you, Peter? I don't think the car culture is going to go away. I don't think it's ever going to go away, or certainly not in, in the foreseeable future. Um, you, you know, I mean, some of the uh, contemporary cars, most of the contemporary cars are very difficult to work on, as you say, because of the code and all the electronics on them and that. But, um, you know, there, there are dinosaurs like me around who, who still have cars with carburetors and, and um, you know, we can tinker with them. But I think that people will always want to uh, look at their cars, you know, uh, whether they're cleaning them, detailing them, whatever they're doing. Um, I, and, and people will always be buying classic and collector cars. Yeah, I don't think that's going to go away either. In fact, there's a mm -hmm. ton of great, uh, um, you know, Barrett-Jackson uh, acquired uh, ClassicCars.com, and they just uh, took over the future classic car show. We've been out there. Uh, our good friend Rebecca Wynn, who does mm -hmm. an amazing job as an event planner. And when you go to those future classic car shows, it's a packed house. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking the mid '80s, the the, the late '90s, uh, and, and Peter, you're going to have a contingency of future classics out at the concourse too. Yes, we are. There's going to be a lot. Uh, 
you know, whether they're domestic or imports, there's quite a lot of those. Um, and, and we have some very spectacular cars coming. We have one of the actual Ford GTs that raced at Le Mans in 2016. The actual race car will be there. Um, we have a Ferrari 25 GTB4 Competizione. Um, it won its class at Le Mans in 1966. Um, we have the Lone Star Cobra. Um, if people don't know what that is, they should Google it. It is the only one in the entire world. Who knows what it's worth, but a hell of a lot of money. It'll be at the show. It'll be the only place you can see it. Yeah, it's incredible. Supporting Phoenix Children's Center for Cancer and Blood Disorders and the Cardiothoracic Surgery Support Fund. Of course, wouldn't be able to have this done without the great support by many of the Arizona clubs here, Ferrari, Lamborghini, Porsche, McLaren, Corvette, and so on, Viper, 4GT, the list goes on, a smorgasbord of muscle cars. Don't forget Pantera. Pantera, Pantera. we like the Panteras. We do like the Panteras. <laughs> That's a neat club, by it the is. way. The Pantera yeah, club. at least a dozen coming. Yeah, that oh, is incredible. Ahead. Sports cars, hot rods, off-road and military vehicles, over a 1,000 vehicles at the Spectacular. Gila River Casinos presented by Matson Money, Concourse in the Hills, Saturday, February 4th, from 10 to 3. Get out there early. Peter Volney, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining Wrench Nation. Thank you for having me. Yep. I appreciate it. Incredible man you are. Yeah, it's inspirational. I'm you fooled. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you out Thanks, at the Peter. event, Peter. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I mean, that's an inspiration because a lot of folks, you figure, you know, if you if you did your career, you could go retire and... And um, a yeah. lot of you, a lot of you are retired, and I, or a lot of you are about to retire, and then you, you sort of feel like, oh wait, what am I going to do then? Exactly. You know, and yeah, maybe like your purpose is, and it doesn't have to always be around money, right? It's just like donate your time. Oh yeah, volunteer. I mean, and so the next thing you know, you you've raised a million and a half. Exactly. I mean, it's huge. Now, Peter's done an amazing job. Yeah, you guys get out there. We'll be out there. I, I'm almost 100% positive. Susie, will you be out there? We haven't really talked on it. I think We haven't talked yet, Frank. Let's yes. talk after the show. After the show, we should we should be out there. We won't have a booth this year. We're just going to be roaming. I, I'm probably going to take the kids out. Okay. My kids are teenagers now. They, they Sometimes the schedule is like, Dad, I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> they're at that age, Frank. When they're young, you could drag them. That's right. When they become teenagers, it's like, oh, no. That's right. Justin, thank you for hanging with us on the board operations of the operations. We appreciate you. And Susie Socket. So we're going to see you again. Next Wednesday. Yes, we should have a show next Wednesday. I will tease you guys out. It is going to be in a few weeks, but we are putting together a whole full self-driving Tesla show. Oh, We've got an authority awesome. that's going to be by um, their PR people reached out and we want to get into this. Uh, Tesla earnings came out. In fact, I think there was uh, so at four, uh, four o'clock uh, Eastern time. Uh, they did well. Mm-hmm. They beat uh, earnings per share, which is good in, in the sense of uh, guidance and so on. Uh, but one thing that they talked about was 90 million miles put on that FSD. Oh, so it's beta. Yeah. And of course, Regulation is is uh, slow coming, right? Um, but I think eventually it'll get there. And so it seems like Tesla's leading the way. So we're going to crack a whole show, and that'll be in a few weeks. Next week we'll be back with you. If you're joining us on the podcast, thank you so much. Do us a favor, give us a review, good, bad, or ugly. We love you either way, man. And uh, Susie, thank you so much for hanging. Of course. As I tell you every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug McKinney.